Yes, good that you're listening to episode 9 of the Wiggly Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, Joe Raptor, and I'm always joined by Jordan from It's Jordan Does. Jordan, we're in a post-Ubisoft Forward world right now. Uh, we saw the presentation. We can cry about the release dates, but we might be happy about what we saw. <laughs> I, of course, played it. We discussed all about it last week. So if you want to hear my one-hour thoughts with Jordan, like... Uh, shooting a ton of questions towards me, then totally check that out. But uh, yeah, in this episode, I think we're just going to round up some recent news, talk about some topics that I discussed in my video. We, of course, will do a prediction at the end. And uh, yeah, if you're a video uh, viewer, if you're watching live on Twitch right now, then you see, Jordan, you have an upgraded wall. So uh, yeah, yes. give us that, that weekly uh, moving uh, update, please. I'll... It's a slow process, everyone. So if you're an audio listener, behind me is a is a very puke green wall that's going to disappear over the weekend. I'm probably going to make it gray. And I got my uh, Odyssey helmet in the background. Um, but yeah, man, I'm so close to I finally get the moving done. All It's all coming together. New Ubisoft Forward content, new Valhalla content, new desk i'm ready to go let's get it it all is <laughs> aligning yeah that, that that's actually uh, pretty nice so before i because i immediately want to think or ask what you thought but before we do that i want to of course quickly go over the intro here because the podcast goes live every saturday on your favorite podcast services itunes soundcloud spotify on soundcloud you can search for it assassin's cast and it should be there if you want to watch the video version they can support the uh, podcast by going to my YouTube channel and then hitting the join button next to the subscribe button. And then for $2 per month on that Saturday, you get access to the uh, video version and also the audio version with the exclusive post show that we do here live on Twitch. And I want to thank a couple of, like actually quite a lot of names who also decided to become a member um, Yeah, with, with all the Ubisoft Forward stuff going on. So I really appreciate Payton. Michelle, Kevin, Lummers, Overhyped, Steve, Anxiety, Ronald, Lisa, Simon, Style, uh, Feeder, Adon, um, Pot, oh man, I'm butchering that, Jackie, Wolverine, Joseph, and Midget for becoming the Velociraptor. Uh, and if you support the podcast or the channel by, uh, for $5 per month, then you actually get two days early access to the podcast, the audio and the video version. And uh, I want to thank Shannon and Jace for becoming a member on that rank. It uh, yeah helps me support the podcast, help me pay Jordan, so we can continue with the podcast. So thanks for the support, but if you cannot support it financially, no big deal. Uh, it would already be awesome if you could rate us on iTunes. We are like still at the five star, so it would be awesome if you like the podcast, go there and rate us five stars. If you leave a review, then we might read it out loud here as well. Uh, also, we are, of course, live recording it every Thursday on Twitch. Just follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv-raptor, and they will be notified when we go live, as many of the people uh, are now uh, like doing right now in the chat, discussing the recent news as we are now about to do as well. And then always at the end of the episode, we go into a post-show where we interact with the Twitch chat. And uh, this time it's a pretty interesting post-show. I- I'm going to leave it at that. So you want to stick around for that or support us to get a- get access to it. Okay, Jordan, we saw the Ubisoft Forward event. 
last week we uh, recorded the podcast before it, but then it went live on Sunday right after it. So I'm now curious, you saw the deep dive video, you likely saw a ton of gameplay. What is your take on Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now? Um, wow, there's a lot of takes, yes. but we only have a limited amount of time here. <laughs> but if I were to distill everything that I've experienced from the gameplay I've seen this past week is that, uh, which we you kind of mentioned uh, last week, uh, was how Valhalla is now looking like a more refined version of Odyssey. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who are like, not Odyssey, but I think there was a lot of good things that Odyssey introduced, but kind of really didn't um, clean up. There wasn't a lot of, like the dialogue options and the conquest spells. We discussed that a bit last week, but seeing these things like these cinematic um, assaults, seeing um, still that kind of, I did kind of get the feeling that the combat system felt more like origins but it definitely gave you the custom ability of odyssey which like a lot of build creators and stuff like myself uh will have a lot of fun trying to find really fun combos with different weapons and that kind of stuff so it seems like and honestly seeing all the return to form with bringing back like the uh the anomalies and the puzzles and different things it definitely feels like what i thought it was going to be which is this return to trying to uh bring back what made assassin's creed assassin's creed while also holding their ground and refining the the new um movement that they want to do which is this rpg um mixed type game so it looks like they found a solid balance which is what i was hoping for at least yeah. from what i've seen so far but you're actually approaching this from a an interesting and good angle i think while some people and it was also interesting while watching the ubisoft fork event um some people i think expected way more <laughs> and that was pretty interesting and then i also did not i was like Okay, but why, right? There, were, Of course, we uh, discussed a lot of the news already before this gameplay reveal and how they really seem to also look at older Assassin's Creed uh, elements and then return them, but never for a moment did I think that they would go back to it being like the games before Origins. Like, I don't see why, and I also think that in a Viking era, it makes way more sense that you continue with the, uh, the Odyssey well, playstyle. And... I mean, this could be a, a good transition to a different topic, but just look at what Odyssey's doing this week. They're releasing a new package update, and the amount of playability uh, of that game for a lot of players is really high. Like, even myself, over a thousand hours into that game, part of that's because I produce content on it, but there's a lot of people consuming that game due to its replayability. And a lot of people don't necessarily like that, but that's something that Ubisoft, I think, is looking at. And so um, I think Valhalla, the one thing I'm super interested in that I haven't seen a lot of yet is their post-launch content um, mm -hmm. and those types of things. Um, obviously, I, I like the idea of, I mean, I'm about to bleed a little bit but i'll make it real short and sweet <laughs> is like the the myth the mythological boss fights like i know that a lot of people say that that's um not historically accurate which is very true 
Uh, I like the challenging part of the fight on that part of my brain outside of like the storyline and the puzzles that I also love. But I love that they're able to introduce those without it being real and like how they were able to kind of make it more of a vision. That's kind of what they did in Origins. And so I was kind of expecting that and I really liked how they were able to keep that in the game give people who want to have that kind of combat experience that opportunity without making it so far-fetched that it's like pulls you out of the game entirely yeah Yeah, you're of course talking about the um sort of boss battles where at some point you reach a sort of uh yeah a body and then uh you also see like avor get some stuff in her in her face uh or in his face and then suddenly this boss appears and you have this cool arena that is over the top, but yeah, as you said, I'm happy that they are doing that as well, as well because at one point you reach um, the sort of things you can do with regular human enemies, right? So Odyssey, of course, went really crazy with like really including a Minotaur, but there should still be an explanation for this, likely some sort of drugs that, that Eivor is consuming while she's doing this battle. But we did see like an interaction between Eivor and this boss. Um, and mm-hmm. they were like, really, I'm gonna. They had a reason for attacking Eivor. So there should be a whole quest line with multiple of these bosses. We already had two in the demo. And there should be like, likely one per region at least. So I'm sure that after you kill them all or after you like make your way uh, through all these enemies, that you then at one point figure out what is going on. And. We also had the legendary animals, and those, yeah, those make way more sense, obviously. And they also have a ton of like very powerful warriors. And instead of like having the dual wield system for your character, they're also uh, applying that to uh, enemies. Uh, I said it last week as well, and I want to like showcase that in the video very soon as well. Is that two spear guy that was like really a legendary, uh, a legendary enemy. That uh, was super tough. Like I'm, I'm, you're, you're gonna die a couple of times too, Jordan. And that's really cool to to have that in a game where in Odyssey you were kind of looking for a cool way to get challenged, um, because and w- just like using the oiled outfit because otherwise you would die or otherwise you would kill everyone. So it's cool that they include this. We of course have to wait and see how the scaling works, but I want to get to that a little later. For now, I uh, want to actually go to that odyssey update i think you already touched on it let's get it out of the way and it's actually pretty cool so at the time of this recording the new odyssey update is live i will likely do a video about it after the show as well um it has some small fixes they were like okay we're going to add a new item pack so why not include fixes as well uh like a cyclops quest wasn't uh, available for some people um there was like an issue with an outpost um and also, they are adding the Northern Traveler set. So, obviously, a Viking Valhalla-type set. What do you think of the Luke Jordan? And again, if you're... Um, I can actually show people watching it as well. But uh, if you're an audio listener, oh, yeah. there's likely a video about it up. Yeah, or on Twitter. I'm sure if you look it up, uh, you'll be able to see the uh, what it looks like. I, I like the way it looks. It's honestly... Uh, it's a little, it's a little elegant, but it is very reflective of uh, like actual like Viking wear. So I'm really glad that I haven't seen any horned helmets yet. Uh, 
right. mainly because I want my prediction to be right, but also because <laughs> there were no <laughs> horns helmets. And so overall, I like this outfit a lot. I'm definitely going to have to go back in and get this uh, outfit yeah. myself once I get yeah, I'm always like, okay, it's cool. I will likely be using it for a couple of times, but I'm also kind of over Odyssey at this point. So I'm not sure if I will be like replaying the game with the yeah. outfit. But unless, I unless it has some sort of legendary perk that is just so ridiculous. Um, the last build I was working on that I don't think I've published was like, this is when I knew it was time to reel it in a bit, was a anti-damage build. Like I was trying to make a build that could deal the least amount of damage like one or two, <laughs> two damage oh, wow. and so uh if it has some sort of ridiculously weird or quirky legendary uh perk that would be interesting and fun to look at <laughs> but other than that yeah yeah i, I think good. what they did with the Ezio outfit was actually pretty cool like having the parry refill or like instantly um uh make you reuse your um what is that ability called again? The assassin ability. Uh, yeah. Strike them. I'm I'm really out of. Oh. Let's see. The 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 powerful like hero strike. Yeah, hero strike. Yeah, yeah. So uh, like that was awesome. That that they they actually like incorporated some of the older combat where you were also like parrying and uh, could mm -hmm. then do a cool counter attack. So I already have the you don't hear it, Jordan. I think, but I already have the soundtrack here in the background. So. They, right. um, is it playing right now? Yeah, yeah, it's playing right now. So they released, uh, I think, two tracks uh, overall. Uh, you put one in the in our uh, dock. Gotta say, looks pretty cool. Or it sounds pretty cool. I was working yesterday with this soundtrack on repeat, and I felt incredibly badass while doing it. So I'm a big fan. I've always loved the Assassin's Creed 2 soundtrack, and so it's the same musicians from that game uh who are doing valhalla and jasper and i just love this soundtrack entirely <laughs> i'm super excited for the music i know that's like uh not always all part of it but it definitely pulls you into a game so like music is very important i think yeah. into immersion and so i'm super excited yeah about this. That was actually one of the takeaways as well. I'm not sure if you watched my Assassin gameplay uh, that I also mm -hmm. posted. And at some point you have this... Dun, 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 like like the, this sort of build up to... Like, you feel extra badass. I really like that. They haven't released that track yet. But um, so far, really cool to hear. And it's also cool that apart from like the familiar names, um, we also have like the... Um, we also have uh, the Viking guy who worked on the Viking TV show helping out. So that's yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, so we got that that type of news, uh, kind of the smaller sort of news stories. Um, do we quickly want to touch on the release date that has now been announced? Sure. I also have one last thing I want to sure, insert sure, sure. about the mythical bosses if you're working for ubisoft right now please make those replayable don't make me save before it and then have to replay it by reloading the save okay that's it we can okay. move on now okay okay, okay. <laughs> i t i asked them that there there's really going to be at some point a moment where they talk about replayable content because i asked about it during the interviews uh, at ubisoft Ford, and it's really like uh, there is there is a big plan, it seems. I totally think that 
the yeah. raiding locations that you've maybe uh, like uh, captured or some of the assaults will be replayable or that uh, uh, the Saxon or another like tribe or uh, faction will uh, invade again. Like I totally think they will do some sort of uh, conquest battle system. They've already had, like, they have precedence for it. They have the Animus. You were able to replay missions in Assassin's Creed 3. It's, so, like, the synchronization and the Animus, they have all the, like, background for repeating a boss fight or something like that. So um, they yeah. should just lean into it and mm -hmm. do it. I'm not sure if it will work like that. It might. It might. But I, I think mm -hmm. they will more work towards, like, this being a living world where you do things but the enemy is also moving so they will likely uh, take stuff back uh, that that's kind of my gotcha. uh, my take yeah uh, i also see some people in the chat now talk about it like the game is coming out on november 17th and uh, we already kind of <laughs> also kind of discussed it last week where like damn it damn it uh i don't uh, <laughs> It could really go either way. Like, they wanted to launch in the fall and Cyberpunk suddenly put, put, uh, grabbed, like, one of the most prominent spots. Uh, Watch Dogs is October 29th. That makes sense. Like, launching that close to uh, Cyberpunk is uh, a real bad idea. But Valhalla, like, two days, man. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, I'm going to play Valhalla a lot. And, um... Yeah, I'm of course lucky enough to get goats early as well, so I will likely get Valhalla before Cyberpunk comes out. But still, like you wanna, with er it will be crappy to have like people divided between two games. And what we kind of discussed last week, or uh, I think last week as well, or just in, in another podcast, that the Odyssey kind of had a slow burn, right? We, we both kind of saw it with with. with um, how people jo joined that game later than the release. So yeah. it's pretty interesting how um, how it's going to be, but I totally think it will impact Valhalla, maybe Cyberpunk a little bit. I mean, maybe more people were going to pick up Cyberpunk if Valhalla did not. But those are like two big games that you can spend like hundreds of hours in. and. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a rough one. I'm going to have to find a way to ask my uh, my boss for a couple days off uh, yeah. during that week because I'm going to have even to be then, able to play. Even then, you will not... Uh, yeah, you will not... Uh, yeah. Oh, man. But I, I guess it depends, that's... too, on... Mm? Yeah, sorry? Which game... No, it's... I think it also depends on which game lives up to expectations. And so at launch obviously these games will get polished and refined over the coming months after they're released and they'll probably lead up to what they were promising after that but um i love cyberpunk i think cyberpunk is going to kind of crush it and that's kind of yeah. sad for valhalla to a degree but at the same time not to be a little conspiracy we've been hyping cyberpunk for so long now that i'm just hope that it does live up to the expectations that we've all put to, towards to it. Yeah, so yeah. if it if it falls a little short during that first week, we may see more people play a little bit of Valhalla, but yeah, we will have to see. I think what will happen is that most people will buy Valhalla or uh, Cyberpunk and then play it for like a month or something, and then they're like, it's it's around Christmas, they're ready for something new, they have some days off, then they will start Valhalla. I think most people will be like that. Um, 
unless like cyberpunk really grabs people for weeks but or for months but that was also not really the case with red dead redemption 2 like odyssey of course it wasn't ba as bad as two days but it launched three weeks before red dead and i really thought like covering odyssey that when red dead came out everyone would stop playing odyssey and just move on to that and odyssey would be kind of done for but really the opposite was true with people just sticking to with odyssey and uh actually like playing red dead but then all coming back to odyssey because that really had a single player dlc plan while red dead of course forced everyone to online and online wasn't that exciting um i totally think and this is also interesting that ubisoft cannot screw anything up like what last time with odyssey was the case was that a lot of people were talking about the uh, XP boost. And that kind of had a negative impact on the the overall... Um, like a lot of people, like, it really got high scores. Um, I was playing it myself as well. I was pretty surprised, actually, by the amount of high scores. Like, I, of course, really like it as well. But, like, people giving it nines left and right. I was like, okay, um, interesting. And then the... Um, yeah, like... But, but there was still, like, this overall consensus where, hey, maybe they made the game too long. Maybe they put the level difference for, like, one of the missions at some point. Like, I think when you were, like, about to go to uh, Pythagoras or maybe a little bit before that, there was, like, this enormous jump where you had to be, like, five levels higher than you were if you just continue with the main story. So then people were like, oh, you they force you towards the XP boost. Um... But yeah, so they can't have anything like that. They cannot come out of the game uh, gate with like this microtransaction store with time savers and all that stuff when Cyberpunk doesn't have any of that, I think, at mm -hmm. least. So that might be actually yeah, a good thing for, for uh, I, don't, I don't know, but I still think they will do yeah, it. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. And I think like the power system seems to be um very similar to the level system like they're still gating regions via power level suggested power level like breakpoint did and the power level likely is a combination of all your skill points and all your gear that's what it's looking like added no, up skill into points. kind of like a only seems or yeah so you're moving now to the gear... other topic so we can okay yeah, let, let, let me kind of explain what i at least figured out uh, from interviews and my play session because yeah i made a video on the world map you're kind of referring to that right where you look at the well, world map. I was, what i was yeah what i was gonna say was that like because the leveling is gone that experience oh, boosts yeah. won't be there they're not going to be able to sell like power boosts you know what i mean to like mm, yeah, give yourself point. like you're not going to be able to buy a hundred mm, power level. Not, you know? not, not really true, though. What they can do is sell you could buy skill, skill points. points. I guess. Yep, they can yeah. sell skill points, and that is basically the same, because one skill point is one extra power level. Um, let's hope they don't. But uh, Origins had skill points for sale as well. I don't think Odyssey had. Uh, Origins did. Um, no. I remember they starting that game. Like Hmm? No, go ahead. I, I remember starting that game, Origins, and I think part of the season pass was also skill points. So, so then you start the game, you immediately have like five skill points, and you're like, why? That, that, uh, that, that kind of ruins it. But um, yeah, so 
you, you make a good point. They cannot sell the XP booster, but like for example, Watch Dogs, and I really hope they learn from Breakpoint. Like again, Breakpoint was the final big AAA game Ubisoft released, and it was kind of a disaster. And in Watch Dogs Legion, they still have a VIP system. Not sure if you're familiar with that, where they sell uh, a month, sort of a VIP month, and they removed the whole XP system from that game. You cannot level up your operatives anymore. But there's still likely a sort of... Maybe you get like increased money gains um, by having this VIP membership. So if they're still like going ahead with that, I'm curious what they will do with Valhalla. But maybe we're a little doom and gloom uh, right, right now. But uh... <laughs> Let, let's talk about that power level system because I'm actually curious to hear what you think as well because we talked a lot about, a lot, uh, about it before how you should be able to play the main story if that is just what you wanted to do and I was actually surprised because we also in the deep dive trailer saw this uh, huge map right the war table where you select your next story arc and they were all from, for a pretty low power level and I think you just have multiple of them available at the same time. Likely have to complete them all. And then can move on to the next story arcs. So you have to reach a certain power level. Or like likely after completing all the story arcs. You will be on a good power level to continue. Like I really hope that they just make it so that the final mission will be like achievable. Even if you did not do any of the side content. But... What is really cool about this game is that the side content is really quick. You have these mysteries in the world, like um, the, a, a person is missing his cat. So you, you search for the cat and then you get 1400 XP and then that XP counts towards the level as well. And once that sort of uh, cube is full, you get one skill point. But other activities like the the cairns, what did you think about that, Jordan? Bill... Uh, <laughs> Stacking the boulders. Yeah, I, I think like that, like is a wonderful way to kind of incentivize people to like kind of slow down a little bit. Uh, I kind of like that to a degree because in Odyssey it can get very checkboxy where you're like next next. I just want skill points. And yeah, yeah, I don't know right. something like a stacking stone, it, it, and you get a skill point out of it. It might frustrate some people, but for me, it'll be like a nice relaxing break from all the axes and yeah. blood. <laughs> so that is overall the difference. Like some activities always reward you with a skill point, and some give you XP towards that sort of um yeah cube or uh, sort of square that then fills and then in the end gives you a skill point so some activities are more rewarding overall uh, i thought that was pretty interesting so overall it really rewards you for looking in the world and not only getting the wealth so getting exclusive items that you can only get from the chest but also helping people to earn xp or stacking those boulders or completing that puzzle or the Animus Anomaly um, that I can actually talk about, Jordan. I cannot just show gameplay of it, which is interesting. And I totally think my prediction was that Layla would die, right? I don't think it's true anymore. <laughs> the prediction was... All right, we can yeah. just go ahead and we can mark it as lost already. Yeah, right. I think so. Because my prediction was the second time that we would go back to the modern day, she would die. I wanted to be bold. But no, she actually 
showed up in the world in England in East Anglia and suddenly you could control her instead of Eivor and then climb some AR blocks and get to uh, to the top of the tower and there were some cool elements like obviously you have the parkour and you have some jumping to do um, but you also had like a sort of beam a laser beam and some AR blocks were like uh, unavailable but if you like use the beam then they would be available but you could only uh, beam one block at a time so you had to figure out okay how am I going to use the beam uh, it was uh, pretty cool um, and also completely different from the rest of like all the other activities so that is really what I also said last week like the world is way more varied it's not only combat it's not only um, go to this camp like the camps are still there the camps are still there but you now also have those raids and those are even more interesting because you can like call your whole crew so I was really surprised and happy with the amount of variety in the world and you want to do everything because it gives you skill points and one skill point is like a passive boost like some extra uh, stealth damage something like that but then the bigger notes that you will in the end reach they they give you like the chain assassinate so the yeah you assassinate the target and then throw the axe to another target there are way more skills and i think at one point like that is also interesting jordan i so the highest okay so going back east anglia was power level 19 nine like no 55 so 55 points means that you spent 45 points in the skill line because you start at one but the highest power level i saw in the world map was 330 or something so that means that the player spent 329 ability points mm. that's a lot like <laughs> how big is that skill yeah. <laughs> i mean it is also like suggested it i'm not trying to defend the like power gating at all but it did say the word suggestion if i remember when i played breakpoint i'm using that as a reference because they had a very similar system and technically odyssey did too but odyssey uh was very much like if you dropped into a region that was too powerful for you you would get one shot you'd really have to work super hard um the thing with Breakpoint that I kind of liked was there was suggested power levels that were like 250 and for you were the, 100. For the bosses, right? For the behemoths, yeah, I think. But yeah. you could still like one-shot them in the head and stuff. And so I'm I'm hoping that it's going to be kind of similar, that like you it won't be this thing where – uh, in Odyssey, if you went into an advanced area and you did a critical assassinate, that you you would see the health bar barely move. But with this instant kill kind of timing function, I'm thinking that you would be able to go into a more powerful region and be able to still what like if you time yeah. it properly, one shot assassinate a larger, uh, tougher enemy. Yeah, so maybe everyone. I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah, and so I'm hoping that, yeah, it says, like, 300 and 155, but, like, that gap is much closer than you think it is, even though the numbers seem, appear to be <laughs> very drastic. I could be entirely wrong, but... Um, yeah, but I'm curious if that's the case, because, because then you would also suggest that spending um, 300 extra ability points doesn't change that much in terms of stats. Mm-hmm. 
and that's kind of weird right in one way like um you still like unlock a lot of skills that you otherwise don't have like for example with the predator bow from origins is back and one of the things you could do and in odyssey i think it was an ability um is like control the arrow right that is also back in this game yep. and it's one of those skills that you unlock and there's now really a difference between abilities and skills skills are the the things that you can just trigger by doing a specific thing like the perfect dodges back where if you dodge at the right time the time slows down but the abilities are really the active things in your like the four sort of abilities that you can select for melee and for ranged so there's a really big difference between that but still like spending those ability points getting further in that uh, line like the wolf bear or um or a raven line like it still gets you cool unique uh, skills that you would otherwise not have unlocked so there's still a, a cool thing um to chase even if the the extra perks don't really matter but how the gear comes into this is that it actually the more power you have in for example if you're like a melee player you spend a ton of points in the red uh, bear um skill line then the the power enhances the stats of the bear gear that you have if that makes sense so if gotcha. you so yeah because i was curious about that because each gear kind of has its own symbol bear raven or whatever yeah. and i was curious if that was actually contributing to the power level or but what you're around. saying is the it's the other way. As yeah. you invest more into the bear tree, bear gear is more is more strong. Yes, yes. And you also don't Stronger. have rarity this time. Like, it, right now, we, we talked about it, I think, last time as well. Right now, and I'm going to pull, pull up my video quickly because I have the, the menu then in front of me. Right now, what it says is that gives a bonus to all... Um, let me grab it. Let's see if we can. Gives a bonus to all Raven aligned gear. That's what it says. So we don't know what what it basically does. So I really hope they they give a better explanation of that. But right now, for every um, yeah, for every animal, it, it it says that gives a bonus to all bear aligned gear. Um, so my take is that on the gear are stats. Um, and those will be increased the more uh, power you have for, uh, for that specific playstyle. But that could mean that you can, if you really go for all the different playstyles, that you could really... Like, there will still be set bonuses in the game, by the way. They're just not in this demo yet. So then you would still be pushed towards like only playing a uh, melee fighter because I would be surprised if there's like one gear set that has like a bear helm... Uh, a raven a chest right that would be weird mm -hmm. but um it still means that if you just like pick random items that if you spend your skill points in everything like equally that you could still be like a pretty balanced player uh overall mm -hmm. so that's pretty interesting. yeah i'm just curious i will probably know more by launch but like how the for me like the the damage calculation basically is like odyssey was at least very as, as clear as it could be 
in the sense it was using like percentages and stuff and you could kind of like be like oh you could judge a piece of gear off of like its perks and be like this is actually better but like if if a gear is getting eight wolf power or something like i think it it could be confusing of like well why do i care if i'm wearing wolf or not like just Mm -hmm. having a little bit of clarity on what the stats are would be pretty yeah uh, that that was so super surprising when i saw the gear with like two x's having this having a different name and different look but the same stats i was really like what is going on here and that system Mm -hmm. is just not finished yet like not finished for the demo and they have to launch in four months so i hope that uh they are not rushing that that part of the game out because in odyssey that was already in place like sure they switched a lot of the perks around but they obviously also took the same system that origins had but applied it to gear as well and uh at the added the engraving mm-hmm. system so i'm really curious man if um if um yeah how this will all play out but that, that was weird that it was not here in the demo so all the gear it wasn't that exciting. I also f- did not find any new armor pieces. And in every trailer, actually, that we see, we don't see Eivor wear different armor. Like, what is up with that? Will, will we have different armor or not? <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope so. I think so. But uh, we're <laughs> not sure yet. Um, yeah. Th- so, that, that, but yeah, overall, I think the power level, what you said, I hope it's true. That That's because... As I like talk, talked about in that video as well, you can just one hit KO a boss, a boss with like the largest health pool of all enemies for your for your current power level can be one shotted. So why not regular enemies on like power level three hundred thirty while you are a hundred, right? So that would be cool if you could really go to this high rank area as a low level player, and if you're just like this awesome sneaky assassin that can time every one hit KO, right? That you could be successful, mm-hmm. that would be cool. But I would not expect it. I totally think that um, I'm not expecting it. I think it will be not as bad as Origins and Odyssey, where the enemies did have that skill level if they were like five levels higher. But I do think that because they want the scaling, they want you to grow in power. Um, that uh, yeah, that 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 it won't be really possible to. Yeah, kill any enemy that is higher power level. But what did you think about the fact that there's no um, uh, enemy scaling anymore? Um, I don't know. I, I have reserva- back and forth on that. I like enemy scaling personally, mainly because I always like to come up against uh, enemies. And I like to know if, like, at least in Odyssey, I'm coming from an Odyssey perspective, was like, like... Um, having similarly leveled enemies around you could let me know if a build or something was more too powerful or not. It was like a good gauge. Um, I also get how people uh, want to also sometimes return to early areas and just wreak havoc. (laughs) And so, um, but that just means there'll be specific, like the highest leveled area is probably where we'll, be testing some crazy animations or weapons or things like that but yeah. i'm a, i'm not as super against it i also asked like what so i will be spending like hundreds of hours hundreds of hours in this game will that mean that i'm only in the in like the highest power level area because that will be ranked towards my level and what they said is that 
there are certain activities in each area that have a different power indication. So for example, the uh, boss that I uh, fought in the East Anglia demo that was like super powerful, likely was already of a higher power level or just ch more challenging um, than yeah, the regular enemies. And that was also true. So there should still be activities in the world that as a high rank player, you can go to even if they are in lower level areas, which is interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, they're using a similar system. I mean, I liked how Odyssey kind of like let you choose or not. So I, I part of me is like, I don't know, like let us choose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? uh, so hopefully, but that did come much later uh, after Odyssey's launch. That was not in the first part of the game. So I'm hoping that the Valhalla team is a lot similar to the odyssey team and releases a lot of these things like if we get into it and we're like hey we finished the game and we feel like we can only play uh in the top area of the game or maybe it, it there is not much replayability but i'm i don't think that's going to be the case but no, uh, so. maybe they they will release something and go all right we're gonna like let people turn on this thing that makes like uh, maybe even nightmare mode is just everyone's like super hard everywhere or something like that. Yeah, um, there will still be like regular difficulties, so that 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 mm -hmm. is still a thing. Um, we will have to wait and see. But I thought it was interesting that they're like doing some that they're doing some significant things different, but it's still kind of hard to see how different it will be in practice. Um, I think it's good to uh, uh, end some questions. Because we're actually air, yeah. uh, we, we're getting to uh, to the post show uh, soon, where we will be uh, doing something cool. So let let's um, do some. Quick the questions. first one's from Falcon Swift, cool. and he goes. So far, the gameplay is focused on axes. What are the swords like? Do you know if we have the bow equipped all the time? Any info on customization would be good. And he's excited to play with bows as melee for, <laughs> and. Uh, the political side of the game, he wants to choose which side and the consequences. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would. I know you've played it, but from what I've seen from the gameplay footage, is that you can at least visually toggle each piece of gear off or on. I did see that. Uh, so you can always hide your bow. So I think your bow is always equipped, right? Yeah. And you could just hide it off your back if you didn't want to show it. Is that true? At all. I did not know that, actually. But uh, you might be right. I saw a gameplay. I think it was maybe one of the leaked ones the week before Ubisoft Forward. But the, the, character, the guy went in and there was like a eyeball and he toggled and turned off showing every individual piece of gear. Um, oh, which was kind of cool. cool, which kind of shows that you can have a lot of control over the customization of how Eivor looks. So I, it would surprise me that they would not release Ooh, a bunch of yeah. gear sets or have gear sets in the game so you can combine them and make, make Eivor look however you want. Um, but you're right, say... I haven't seen... Sort... Yeah, yeah, I, I see, because I'm now looking at footage as well, I'm going to pull it up for people uh, who are watching as well. Um, it seems like uh, you're right. Let me pull it up. Um, yeah, every, so normally that uh, that is only the case with like gear, but um, let me see when I go over the, uh, 
Yeah. So yeah, I could hide my headgear, but I was actually all only like looking at that. But yeah, I see the hide gear for the gloves as well, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And um, yeah, so I think the bow, all these items are always equipped. Uh, there is swords in the game. They've confirmed. We just haven't seen. They have great swords, and then obviously there's that ability that has you can hold two great swords. So we'll see how that. Uh, yeah, we works saw it out. in the deep dive actually, like one of the finishers with like. Uh, oh no, that was actually I think a grave a great sword from an enemy because mm -hmm. yeah, with the finishers you grab the weapons from the enemies. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure if we've seen that. Maybe if I like. I think the deep dive trailer showed a ton, but I have to go back and look at every uh, single footage. But they wanted like... I'm... Hmm? No, go ahead. They wanted to make sure that uh, that every... Uh, like that they did not like reveal all the weapons. So we had some weapons to choose from in the demo, but they also did not want to give everything away. But axes, like the one-handed axes, they totally seem to be the new one-handed swords in in a way mm -hmm. i love the flail i think yeah, i'm man. gonna double flail oh wow, like yeah. double Haven't flail it up yeah that that's awesome yeah. I, i'm not sure man the flail left hand attack is kind of is not that strong it's uh you turn around <laughs> but i, I don't know I, I think left hand x once you figure that out you're set you're set doesn't matter bare hand right hand left hand x you can you can complete the whole game. So, I actually have some barehanded footage. I uh, changed to uh, only fist, there you and go. Uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> you but, you uh, should it is uh, post it. Yeah, I will totally do that. Cool. Um, do we have time for another question here? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Let's do that, and then uh, the predictions. I'm gonna write down. My All right. Thing. So surprisingly, King Alfred from the video game submitted a question jor which oh is, i mean wow. i don't know how he did that but he's a virtual character <laughs> anyways king alfred's question is do you guys think we'll be able to ambush patrolling soldiers with our yom's vikings or will that be a solo thing we can do um king alfred wants to play his male avor <gasps> and axes it's very i don't know i thought he'd want to play as himself and he wants going around the anglo-saxon kingdom and in meeting himself he wants to meet <laughs> king alfred <laughs> so. i think he's just like number one alfred fan so uh yeah. that... cool we'll uh, uh we'll have to follow up with king alfred after yeah. this and see if he he lived up to his expectations okay yeah uh, do you think we will be able to ambush patrolling soldiers like there will be patrolling soldiers like that's one of the random encounters yeah. you can uh um i guess it would be is there an ability to like bring your Yom's Vikings in inland, or will they only ever be anchored to your longship? Did you? No, they will of... be anchored to your longship. You they, you call them when you sound the horn, but I think you can just sound the horn in random places. But if they're too far from you, then they will not come, and they they don't just spawn with you. They really like the you sound the horn, the boat spawns, and then they come out. So I don't Ooh. think. It's possible if you're like raiding a huge fort that has patrolling enemies, so like then you can ambush them. But uh, it's totally a solo thing you can do, because there will just be enemies walking around. 
But uh, with the Jumps Vikings, it will be really for the raiding. And there are some patrolling enemies there, like one of the big forts close to the city, uh, to, close to the water, was like had some yeah a group of enemies like patrolling before the entrance, so you could like ambush them. But uh... yeah, if the patrols are near the water, it seems like you could probably do it. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll definitely see. There might be. I could see them maybe giving you an ability where one of your Yom's Vikings, like that um, Lieutenant uh, ability in Odyssey. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, the, but, uh, the call to arms uh, that you never used, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever used that one. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, yeah, well. Let's uh, do the predictions then, because every at the end of every uh, Assassin's Cast episodes, we are doing predictions for what we think will be in the final game, and um, it's really for like at release. So this has to happen when the game comes out and not uh, post-launch. So Jordan, you're stealing a prediction from a viewer, so go right ahead, and then I will quickly <laughs> think of one that uh, I will include. Yeah. I uh, this viewer uh, Raman Uzian, so shout out to him. Uh, he he didn't submit a question; he submitted a prediction. Oh yeah, and nice. I want to steal it for mine. Uh, so his prediction is: What if male and female Avor are twins? Hence, the highly matching DNA for the Animus, and one joins the Templar and the other joins the Assassin. So, to me, this prediction, I think. I'm going to take is the explanation on the male versus female Avor um, animus. Mm. Uh, Darby <laughs> Dar oh. Darby <laughs> mentioned that uh, it's a pretty big deal why they're both canon, and it's a pretty big part of the storyline. So I could see it being something along these lines. I don't know if it's exactly twins, but I'm going to take it. And thank you, Raman. Okay. Uh, and hopefully we're right. I'm gonna say um, that uh, not sure if you saw that, but you can switch on the fly. Uh, yeah. Between them, and I think that they are the same character. That they are not existing. Like it's not Alexios and Cassandra. Where um, if you play male Avor, then female Avor is out there in the world. I don't think that's the case. Um, mm -hmm. So it's one person that can switch between genders on the fly. Uh, <laughs> So, and one of them, like, we see, actually, there were, like, new novels, I think, where female Eivor is taking the, the lead again. So, I would not be surprised if it was, like, they had, like, a crazy explanation why this person can shapeshift or something. I don't know. Or, have you seen the movie The Prestige? No. Well, I won't spoil it, but it's a... <laughs> but at the end... No. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a magician movie that has a very interesting take on twins. That is one person. But you'd mm. have to watch the movie. Mm. Maybe, mm. They, uh, maybe they use that. Cool. <laughs> um, I'm for, my, for my predictions, I quickly want to go to the uh, Odyssey abilities. Because maybe you saw... Uh, oh wow! I'm 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 going to my own video now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm doing that one. So maybe you saw uh, the kick of tear. Did you saw that one? There's basically a Spartan uh, in this game. Yeah. <laughs> so my prediction is, 
I'm gonna look at another Odyssey ability and I'm gonna predict that that is also in the game and it is not confirmed yet. I'm gonna pick the devastating shot, I think. So, um, Reign mm. of Destruction okay. might actually be interesting too. Like, multi-shot is in the game. I can confirm that. Okay. Uh, Predator shot is in the game. Spread shot should be in the game. Spartan kick, but then kick of tear. There's no charged heavy attack. I did not see that one yet. Um, did you see, by the way, with the two, two, two shield options that they were, like, doing a sort of charge with the two shields? Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like they built animations in for dual shield, which is perfect. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's one win for you then, right? Or did you, like, say something yeah. like that? I think, right? Yeah, yeah, I was like, just give me some way to, to do damage with it, and I'll find a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well... Look pretty strong. So I'm going to say a devastating shot style ability. So an ability where you enhance an arrow and then an, er an enemy flies backwards. I think that will be in the game. Okay. You, I mean, all the you, you picked a real easy one. I'll have to give you that one. So, um, Really? Because that... I think so, because that was already in Odyssey. I could see... I could see that easily being in the game, but um, I think you're you're right though on this one. I think they they've shown enough where combat is very highly focused. They they did ground it a bit more, but they did keep a lot of the just a a bit of the just a hint of fantasy. Like you're still kicking people pretty far and you're dashing pretty far and things like that. So I could see them having uh, a devastating shot for sure. I think you will get the Ooh. point this week, my friend. Okay, so a new trailer released for the game. Uh, yes. And uh, we're going to watch that in the post-show and live react. So everyone on Twitch, stick around. We're going to watch it live here. Uh, everyone, of course, listening, thank you, as always, for tuning in. It's really cool to see uh, people immediately uh, listen to the podcast when we uh, put it live. Of course, people who support the, the channel by hitting the join button. Uh, next to the subscribe button and uh, yeah, watching the video version. I actually toyed around a little bit. People in the chat already saw it on Twitch. I showed some gameplay and some other footage. So there's some extra, because like previously we did not really have a lot of gameplay. But right now we have a lot to look at. So I kind of have some cool footage. Um, the, the, the soundtrack got a cool animation uh, included. So there's way more going on with the video version. Again, if you want that. Uh, you can head over to the Your Raptor channel and then hit the join button next to the subscribe button. Um, and uh, otherwise, like, no big deal. Uh, leave an iTunes review. That would be really helping us out. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you? And uh, when is that new video coming? Uh, I'm <laughs> working on one. The uh, You can follow me at It's Jordan Does. Reach out to me on Twitter or hang out with us in Discord at builds.ac slash Discord. And uh, we play lots of video games there. So come join us. Do it. Do it. Okay, Do so it. Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> Eivor's Fate trailer. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, it's already, it's already up for a while. But we're going to watch it now for the first time. Um, let, let's, uh, let, let's do that now in the post show. Goodbye, everyone. And we will speak to you uh, next Saturday.